Any time is a good time to break a bad habit. Whether you want to make improvements in your routine at home, your job performance at work, with your physical health, or your financial health, the time to make a positive change for your future is right now. And we are so glad you're here with us today on Retire Financially Fit with Barbara Swiatek. She is the founder of SF Financial Services, the author of Retire Financially Fit, She's been helping families here in the heart of Colorado for more than 20 years now. And Barb, as I said, any time is a good time to break a bad habit. And when we talk about financial habits, uh, sooner (laughs) rather than later is when we want to address those for sure. (laughs) This is a great topic today. Looking forward to it uh, because, Barb, only 33% of Americans have a written financial plan. So that means most of us are winging it (laughs) with our spending. (laughs) So I think that's a great place to start. The bad habit of living without a budget. How could we address that one that a lot of us are are struggling with? Well, I think we could break that habit right now, today. We just need to really make it a priority. So What you can do is even just sit down and do it the old-fashioned way where you sit down and you write out on a piece of paper all of the fixed expenses such as your rent or mortgage, a car payment, car insurance, a gym membership, you know, those types of things that don't change. Um, And then you can continue with the list of other things that you pay out monthly, and that could be your utilities, cell phone, internet services, your gas, your food, your eating out. This is what you absolutely need coming in every single month. And then add in there the extras that you put away each month for maybe future vacations, Mm. Christmas, uh, even money that you add to your savings account. And after you've completed the budget, or as I like to call it, your monthly cash flow needs, you look at the net amount of your paycheck that gets deposited into your checking account. And this is where it gets real. If, (laughs) If we have more going out than coming in, You need to take a look at your budget and determine what can be reduced or eliminated to get your income and expenses in balance. And please, please, please do not use the credit card to make Mm -hmm. up the difference. Mm -hmm. You need to live within your means. And something else that I want to mention is spending everything that you make and then writing down a list of what you spend it on. That's not a budget. Mm -hmm. That's an inventory of what you spent. A budget is telling you what you can spend on each line item because you budgeted for it. And if you want more in savings, including your retirement savings, then you need to save more. That is a really good point about when when are we looking at this? Is it uh, I'm going back and looking at what I spent or am I actually budgeting for the future? Now, I do think it's probably helpful, Barb, to when you're just getting started here, would you say it's helpful to do that step where it's, okay, let's take that inventory, let's look at what we spent, and now we build from there? So we just don't want to see that as the finish line. No, (laughs) and you don't want to do that month after month after month, but it's good to help maybe jog your memory as to what you are spending your money on. So gather up those uh, maybe credit card statements that you put everything on or, um, you know, your, your receipts or whatever it might be, your statements, so that then you are, you know, using real numbers. Mm -hmm. Um, But that that's okay the first go around, but that's not something that we're doing month after month. Yeah, but that is such a great point. And here's the thing when it comes to financial bad habits, complacency is another one for a lot of this because we can hear things like tips on how to start a budget and we'll think, I'll I'll do that next month. Let me, Mm -hmm. you know what, tell you what, let me get through this month and then I'll have that inventory and then I'll do the budget, right? Or or we don't make adjustments to our portfolio. (laughs) 
We don't pay attention to the fees we're paying. I'm guilty of this one, keeping my money with a certain place because I just don't want to mess with it. There are times when my bank really annoys me or or <laughs> this or that, but I just think, I, I just don't want to mess with it. How does working with somebody like you help us avoid becoming too complacent with our savings and just letting the the status quo ride forever. (laughs) Well, I know initially when we take on a new client, you know, we review their current holdings and we run reports and do different things to really see if it's serving them well. Uh, We also create that financial endurance plan for each of our clients so that we know what the overall plan is. And then we have those annual reviews with our clients to make sure that we're staying on target or do we need to make some adjustments? So bottom line is you have someone who's keeping you accountable. Yeah. And and I think that is so important. Somebody who can help keep you accountable. And then Barb, we have to find ways to to hold others accountable as well. Look for that transparency with things like fees, for example. Mm. Nothing wrong with paying a fee as long as there's transparency and you understand it and then you're getting that that value and that's where we're we're almost holding those others accountable right <laughs> and you need to absolutely yeah, t- talk about the impact those can have just a, a little i guess a lesson that i've used uh, even in my practice with folks is you know we understand that there's fees sure fees are okay as long as you're like you're mentioning transparent or if you're getting value for the fees that you're paying but just this one little thing that from historical data from vanguard We know that from 1926 to 2019, if you had an 80-20 portfolio, 80% stock, 20% bond, that was returning 9.7% a year. So what did that mean for your money? Well, if you were putting $1,000 a month uh, for 40 years into your portfolio, that would grow to about $5.8 million. But we can't forget the fees. Mm. So if you factor in just a 1% fee, that rate of return drops to 8.7%. So now after 40 years, you have 4.3 million instead of 5.8. So that tiny 1% fee cost you one and a half million dollars. That's 25% of your wealth. So is that a lot? It sure is. And so we need to make sure that we're getting value for the fees that we're paying. Barb, is taking a look at that and getting that analysis of our fees, is that part of your overall planning process, part of what you examine with people? It sure is because it's a, a lot of times we don't even know some of the fees that we're paying. There are hidden fees within some of our accounts. So doing um, as, as many um, analysis that we can do and then reviewing that with the client so that they can make good informed decisions is, is part of what we do. Absolutely. Right. When you think about those fees and we talk each and every week on this show about that idea of financial endurance for your money, having that financial endurance plan so your money will last as long as you need it to last. And if you have money trickling away with fees that you aren't even aware of, that's not helping the cause of financial <laughs> endurance. So getting that analysis of your fees, understanding what's going on with your money, how is it positioned, what are the costs and fees associated with the different places where I have my money, 800-883-1518 is the number you can call. To get in touch with Barb and the team at SF Financial Services in Colorado Springs, they can help you examine what is going on with your money so you don't have that money leaking out with fees and costs that you aren't even aware of. Again, as I said, that does not help you with financial endurance. 800-883-1518 is the number to call again to get started. Ask about that fee analysis when you call that number today. That's 800-883-1518. Talking with Barb about bad financial habits, because so many of us are guilty 
of these bad financial habits. Uh, here's another one, leaving tax breaks on the table or being complacent with, with taxes, Barb. Talk about having a tax-efficient re- retirement strategy and how that can help us keep on track to keep more money for our own use <laughs> rather than having it all go to Uncle Sam. <laughs> Uncle Sam, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think we have to first ask the question, do we believe taxes are going to be higher or lower in the future? And I think most of us would say higher. So whatever we can do today to help the tax consequences later in life would be highly recommended. And I also need to point out that we normally save for retirement using our 401ks, our 403bs, TSPs, and those are all accounts that give you tax benefits today, but will cause a tax burden in retirement. So there are other types of accounts that can give you tax-free money in retirement, and that would be your Roth 401k or a Roth IRA, and also certain life insurance products, including whole life and universal life. They can give you tax-free money in retirement. So those are things that we need to be aware of. Certainly want to be tax efficient when possible. And a lot of people don't realize, Barb, as we talk about taxes, really there's just a short window of opportunity to implement strategies to save on taxes there. What do we do to help keep taxes from taking too much of a bite out of what we've saved? Well, we need to have a plan in place that identifies your taxed accounts, your tax deferred accounts, your tax-free accounts, and see if there are options for changing some of our tax deferred into tax-free. And this is really the third part of our financial endurance plan that we create for our clients. We never want to pay more in taxes than we need to. And being strategic early on can make a big difference in our overall retirement outcome. Talking today with Barb Swiatek. She is the founder of SF Financial Services. She is the author of Retire Financially Fit. And as we talk a little bit about what's going on with things like taxes, how your money is positioned. It's just important to recognize, as I said, there is just a short window of opportunity to take action when it comes to taxes. Today's federal income tax rates could be the lowest you'll see for the rest of your life after they went down with the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. We know those tax rates expire come 2026. So that's why we say there's that short window of opportunity to take action to keep taxes from taking too much of a bite out of your savings it could mean tens of thousands of dollars back in your pocket. So that's why we encourage you to get started on that financial endurance plan, protecting yourself from higher taxes down the road. That is a piece of having that financial endurance, helping your money last as long as you need it to last. And what Barb and her team can do can help you understand the potential impact that taxes could have on your retirement savings, help you learn about ways to reduce, possibly even eliminate taxes in retirement, and help you create that income strategy so your retirement income lasts as long as you need it to last. The number to call is 800-883-1518 to reach Barb and the team at SF Financial Services. Ask about that financial endurance plan. Now, this is a $995 value, so please make sure that you mention that you heard this on the Retire Financially Fit radio show. That number again is 800-883-1518. That's 800-883-1518. 1518. Talking today with Barb on Retire Financially Fit with Barbara Swiatek. And she knows as well as I do that life and retirement has changed dramatically over the last few decades with people living longer, leading more active lives. Put it another way, in retirement now, we don't need that rocking chair. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Barbara Swiatek's new book was written to take the confusion out of retirement planning. To secure your copy of Retire Financially Fit, 
call 800-883-1518. That's 800-883-1518. Quarters, just 25 cents. That's hardly anything, right? But Barbara Swiatek and her team at SF Financial Services see quarters a little differently. A quarter is a lot when it's a quarter of your retirement savings. Do you want to pay 25% or more in taxes during your retirement? Barbara can create a plan to help address taxes in retirement. If the only time you think about taxes is when you file them, you don't have a tax strategy. But it's not too late to get one. With help from Barbara Swiatek, act now to make sure you're not paying a quarter, dime, or even a penny more than you should. To learn more about how taxes could impact your retirement and ways you can potentially lower your future tax bill, get Barbara Swiatek's new book, Retire Financially Fit. To get your free copy, call SF Financial Services now, 800-883-1518. A quarter saved is a quarter earned. Call 800-883-1518. Firm may not give tax advice. Barbara Swiatek is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. great resources and information on how to get started with your retirement plan, visit retirefinanciallyfit.com. That's retirefinanciallyfit.com. Thanks for joining us today on Retire Financially Fit with Barbara Swiatek. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here alongside Barb. She is the founder of SF Financial Services. She's been helping families here in the heart of Colorado for more than 20 years now. And Barb, when we talk about people preparing for retirement, there can be so much excitement about this brand new phase of life with your retirement. And and that's something that we've talked about before, Barb. It's not the finish line. It's this brand new phase of life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when you look at some of the changes that might happen, if you are perhaps relocating to your dream retirement home, Maybe you're downsizing to a smaller house or or a condo, something like that. Or maybe you just want to declutter for this new time of life. You've got to face getting rid (laughs) of stuff. And Mm. what we're going to do here in this part of the show, Barb, when it comes to confronting your possessions later in life, uh, retired professor David Eckert literally wrote the book on the subject. So we'll hear from him in a moment. But (laughs) I I think an interesting topic because we don't always talk about things like this here on the show, Barb. No, we don't. And the title of his book is Downsizing. Yes. And uh, I have looked at that book. I've listened to the audio on on some of it. And uh, he's a hoot to listen yeah. to. Yeah. Um, but his angle, you know, his take on things is is uh, very creative. So, yeah, I think it'll make for a good discussion. Today. Right. And and he studied this. He actually went through and they they did surveys with a number of people about what this process was like. And in the book that he wrote, Downsizing, David Eckert says accumulation is just a natural part of life, but at some point it has to come out. And this is where (laughs) it feels so overwhelming. So we've got some tips here. Professor David Eckert says a good place to start is all those piles of paper in your house. You really can't delegate the management of paper to other people. You have to look at all of it. And one piece of paper can stop you for hours because you'll discover something that needs to be done or somebody who needs to be contacted. And hours and hours of work on paper really doesn't reduce uh, the volume of uh, things that are in, for example, a desk or or a kitchen, but it has to be done. So that would be a great place to start. 
That's such a good point, Barb. It it doesn't, yes. you know, it's not like you're you're emptying out the attic, but my gosh, when you have a family and years of paperwork, and I love what he says there about how one piece of paper can stop you for hours. There's some real truth to that. There is. And you're speaking from experience, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, and, and it's true. I mean, we're afraid to throw things away because we might want to refer back to it or we think we may need need it to use it again. You know, there's something there. It doesn't take long for it to really start adding up. And things as simple as monthly bills, you know, Mm -hmm. from the mortgage or utility companies or your bank and other financial institution, the statements that they send you, or how about the birthday, anniversary, Christmas card uh, pile, or you've got magazines and books. Um, So there's a lot of paper that's coming into our home. But I will say, I think it's getting better um, just because of this electronic uh, statements mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. So that that's kind of helping by default if you opt for that. But what I have found helpful in all of this is to monthly file the important things in my file cabinet. Okay. And then when we prepare our taxes, it goes into those, you know, those white banker boxes. And then every seven years, it gets shredded. Um, so I know I only have seven years of stuff <laughs> instead of the other. And it has been organized. Okay. The cards, you know, the uh, birthday cards or the holiday cards, or I scan those onto a thumb drive. So um, I've got them and they won't deteriorate over time. The books that are worth keeping, they go on the bookshelf and the rest I give to the library or Goodwill. So these are just a few things that I do that help me stay organized and keep things um, from piling. No, I think those are great tips because it it can be difficult to try to figure out what can I toss, what what needs to stay. And I know we'll get into this a little later on also, Barb, but especially when you are dealing with a family situation and people have different opinions on what mm-hmm. needs to stay. Um, a quick example, this is paper related, but my mother had so many Christmas decorations, just so much that she loved to have for for Christmas decorations. And so my sister and I were going through and sorting through because I'm finding, you know, broken ornaments and all this broken stuff (laughs) that I'm like, we don't need this. And I'm somebody who's comfortable throwing things away. I'm fine with it. But my dad and my sister we're wanting to inspect everything that I'm getting ready to throw away, which, you know, it's it's a bell that's broken. <laughs> bell doesn't ring. We're not in the Polar Express. <laughs> we don't need to keep this broken bell. And I find in the box in the bottom of this box of Christmas ornaments are some of the Christmas artwork that my siblings and I had created when we were little. So little mm-hmm. construction paper wreaths and, you know, just just things like that, little painted candy canes. So I thought, hey, I'm going to take a picture of all this. I, I grouped Kendra's together. I grouped my brother's together and mine. Here's pictures of what everybody did. Now I'm going to throw this away. And my dad practically threw his body over all of it. No, you cannot. <laughs> so oh, my goodness. <laughs> he wanted to keep it. He so it's, keep you know, it. yeah. I made it, you know, we made these things in second grade and I was totally fine with tossing them. We don't need them anymore. But. Dad said, you guys can throw them away after I'm gone. So <laughs> Sentimental value. It was that important right. to him. Absolutely. Yeah. Like you say, every, every piece of paper means something to, to someone. It does. Some, of, uh, some have less attachment to things, such as you and myself, um, on a lot of things. I think we could toss it. But for others, you got to be sensitive to them as well. Yeah, absolutely. And and I like, Barb, your points about some of your, your tips about how to organize financial documents and, and that type of thing. 
Um, as as we continue this discussion today, let me just pause for a moment and give the phone number 800-883-1518. That's the number to reach Barb Swiatek and the team at SF Financial Services. I know we're talking right now about this idea of organization, especially as it relates to uh, your financial documents. Not not all the, the Christmas drawings that we did when we were little, but that's that's part of it also. But as we start <laughs> to shift into talking about what do we do with those financial documents? How do we organize these things? If that idea of having someone give you a second opinion uh, about what it is that, that you have done when it comes to your money, and perhaps you do have just that stack of statements, you have that stack of different account information that doesn't necessarily mean you have a plan. It, it absolutely does not mean <laughs> that you have a plan, as a matter of fact. So 800-883-1518 is the way to reach Barb Swiatek and the team at SF Financial Services. One more time, that's 800 800- 8831518. So Barb, let, let's just talk for a second about what I said a moment ago because people believe sometimes that they have a financial plan, they believe they have a financial strategy, but what they really have is an accumulation. They have years worth of statements or a shoebox full of account information. Let's talk a little bit about what do we do with that if we bring it to somebody like you? In all my years as an advisor, I've only had one person bring in a shoebox full of stuff, but I have had many, many people bring in stacks of paper statements, even bankers' boxes of statements, because they're not sure what to keep or what to get rid of. And they have an account with Charles Schwab and another one with Fidelity. Then they have their 401ks or their TSPs or their IRA statements. And don't forget the Wells Fargo and the end accounts. They feel that they are diversified because they have lots of accounts. And the strategy is to put as much as they can into those accounts every year. And with the hope that when they retire, it's going to be enough. And I have to say, Jen, that that's not a strategy to retire financially fit. It's just a bunch of papers with no plan. Mm -hmm. So that's what we do for our clients is to help them uh, identify what we do need, but also that uh, we don't just have a stack of paper. We're going to have that comprehensive financial endurance plan. So let's talk a little bit about what goes into that comprehensive retirement income strategy, Barb. If if having all of this information, that's not having a plan. Tell me a little bit more about what that means, what goes into that comprehensive strategy. Well, there are five main areas of sound retirement planning. And income planning is the first area of a, of a personalized plan that we create for our clients. We absolutely need to know that we have enough income coming in each and every month from hopefully multiple guaranteed sources. And then we need to look at our monthly expenses. It's the money coming in each month uh, enough to cover our monthly lifestyle, even with taxes and especially with inflation. And will it be enough in 5, 10, 20 years from now? So this is where we start. And then we go into the other four areas of retirement planning to really complete a personalized, comprehensive financial endurance plan for our clients. And the purpose of this plan is to help our clients endure the many years of retirement. And the reality is most people do not have a plan like what you just described, Barb. Nearly 70% of Americans are missing that written financial plan. And people without a plan do tend to feel a little less confident about their future. Absolutely. And I know a lot of you are worried that you haven't saved enough or that you won't even be able to retire. And I know that most of you don't have a written financial plan. And a written financial plan can help you feel more financially stable. So you don't have to be one of those people who are worried if your money will last or if you can even afford to retire. 
So we have a process for helping you retire financially fit, and it starts with an income strategy. That is part of that financial endurance plan. And if you're listening to me right now and you don't have an income strategy, and based on the statistics, you probably don't, I invite you to call so that we can help you create a budget to figure out how much you'll need for the retirement that you've been dreaming about, uncover the main risks that are posing a threat to your retirement, including inflation, stock market volatility, potential tax increases, and skyrocketing health care costs. Learn about the options for generating income in retirement and learn about how to keep your current standard of living in retirement, even as those costs keep rising. So it starts with a complimentary 15-minute assessment call. And for listeners of today's show that have saved at least $200,000 for retirement, call 800-883-1518 and set up a time that works for you. And if at the end of our time together, we're moving forward onto that next appointment, I'm going to go over the next steps for creating a personalized financial endurance plan for you. Our goal is to make sure that you don't end up outliving your money. And I personally want to help you retire financially fit. So give me a call, 800 883 1518. Take advantage of this opportunity from Barb to help make sure you won't run out of money. You may even be able to boost your returns over time. So get started today. The number again, 800 883 1518. That's 800 883 1518. Decluttering and downsizing. These are a few of the non financial challenges of preparing for retirement. There's much more to come. When Retire Financially Fit with Barb Swiatek continues. Take the Retire Financially Fit basic training course to get an in-depth look at retirement planning. Take charge and give yourself the tools for a successful retirement by going to retirefinanciallyfit.com to sign up today. Imagine for a moment that an intense storm is pounding your house. Will your roof leak? Will the siding peel away? Will your basement flood? If your house is properly built and maintained, you'll be fine. What about your 401k or your investments? The stock market has had a great run the last few years, but is its current turmoil making you feel uneasy? Are you confident your portfolio is built to weather a financial storm? Now may be a great time to see if your retirement plan is built to last. In her book, Retire Financially Fit, Barbara Swiatek talks about what you need to do before you retire to make sure your retirement is on solid ground. To get your free copy of Retire Financially Fit, call Barbara Swiatek and the team at SF Financial Services today at 800-883-1518. Don't let your retirement get caught in the rain. 800-883-1518. That's 800-883-1518. Barbara Swiatek is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc. Registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk. For more insight on retirement planning, check out Barb's new podcast. Just search for the best of Retire Financially Fit on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for joining us today on Retire Financially Fit with Barbara Swiatek. Barb is the author of Retire Financially Fit. She is the founder of SF Financial Services in Colorado Springs. Been helping families here in the heart of Colorado for more than 20 years now. And as we've been talking today, there can be so much excitement about starting a brand new phase of life with your retirement. But you think about some of the non-financial preparations, decluttering and downsizing. 
Those are some of those non-financial challenges of preparing for retirement. So it's Barb, it's a little bit of a different conversation than what we would normally have, but I think it's interesting to talk about it. And we're going to hear again from retired professor David Eckert, who wrote the book called Downsizing. And it's about this time of life when we have to confront all the stuff we've accumulated (laughs) over the years. And it is a challenge, but Dr. Eckert says it is a good feeling to declutter, donate, and downsize. And we studied people in in over 100 households in the Midwest, um, people with large households and people with very modest households. Almost everybody was glad after they moved that they had been able to downsize and they felt very good about what they did. They felt empowered. Do you feel empowered? Do you feel good about that, Barb, when you're able to just tackle some of those projects like that? I think he's absolutely right about feeling empowered. Um, I know I do. Mm -hmm. You know, to take a pile of stuff and go through it and sort out what you want to keep and what you want to get rid of or taking it to Goodwill or having someone come and pick it up, it's a great feeling. And there are so many people that truly need some of the things that you no longer want. So now you have more space. uh, Things are organized and cleaned up. And I know sometimes it's hard to get started, but definitely it's rewarding. And when it's all done, I've also found that folks, especially as they're getting close to retirement, maybe those first few years, uh, you know, they do talk about downsizing. And when Mm. they actually do it, it forces them to have to get rid of things. And it it helps you identify what you really need and want. And that is empowering. Yeah. And, you know, when we when we talk about a big task like that, I think about what, you know, the back room in our basement looks like or for some people it might be your attic or or your storage room. It it just seems so overwhelming and you just want to keep procrastinating. You just want to put it off. But it does feel so good when you finally take the time and tackle that thing. I imagine, Barb, there are financial planning steps that we have that same dread and be just feeling overwhelmed. And we just want to procrastinate. But gosh, it feels good when, when we just go through and do the planning and get this stuff taken care of. And get it done. Yeah, procrastination, it's a serious problem. But really, once you make the commitment and then actually get started, and most importantly, complete the project, it's truly a, a great feeling. I've also found, Jen, that when you have someone who's coaching you and there is some accountability, you are more apt to get in and get it done when it needs to be done. But part of the problem is when it comes to financial planning, it's not knowing where to start. And yes. that's where I come in. So otherwise, you know, I, I just find that there's a lot of areas where people procrastinate. And one of the big ones is creating a budget. I, I know how many people I start working with, and I would say that's the majority, do not know their actual monthly budget. Normally they have, you know, the checks deposited into their checking account. They pay the bills electronically. They use their credit cards. And even if they don't have the money in the bank, they hope that they can pay them off next month. This is not a budget, nor is running a spreadsheet of what you spent during the month. That's just tracking. Hmm. A true budget is what you follow each month to make sure that you stay on track within your budget and give yourself some wiggle room, but also it gives you um, a chance to put money into savings as well. Another area that folks tend to procrastinate is when it comes to estate and legacy planning. And I know it can be difficult, you know, thinking about not being on this earth, but If you have a family, there are some areas that need to be addressed if you want to make sure that everything that you wanted to leave for them gets to them. And you don't want the courts deciding a lot of this for you. Mm -hmm. So proper planning uh, can also help keep the taxes um, to a minimum when you're you're passing that on to them. And also the end-of-life planning. That's another area that we put off because that includes your medical directives, your financial power of attorney, wills. 
And I encourage you to make the decisions today so that your family is not having to make those difficult decisions for you later on. And I guess just financial planning in general, and that just includes a lot of different things, and we just don't know where to start. So I encourage you to reach out and let me help you because it can be a challenge, but when you've got someone who helps guide and direct you, it certainly helps keep you on track and we'll make sure that it gets done. And it is a great feeling when you have everything in place. Let me just give the phone number. It is a good feeling, as Barb was saying, when you have all these areas in place. And gosh, so important to your future in retirement to have addressed all of these different areas. If you have thoughts or ideas, for example, about what you would like to leave to your heirs, those things won't happen just because you have to be clear about what it is that you would like to happen. When it comes to making sure that you will have income to cover your bills and expenses as you progress through retirement, these things don't happen by accident. There's planning, there's forethought that needs to go into this. So 800-883-1518, Barb calls her planning process the financial endurance plan. The whole idea there is helping your money have the endurance it needs to last as long as you need it to last. And with retirements today lasting 20, 30, 40 years, it's a long time that your money needs that endurance. So again, 800-883-1518 is the number to call today. That's 800-883-1518. Barb, David Eckert had one final tip uh, when it comes to decluttering your own possessions or, or helping your relatives clean out their homes. And I think this is a really good one. He says, don't shame yourself or your family members for accumulating things over the years, because that's that's just what happens when you live in the mm-hmm. same place for years. But we do kind of, I know I have, have personally made those jokes about, oh gosh, when I have to clean out grandma's <laughs> house or whatever. But you know, that's what happens when somebody lives somewhere for decades. So it's just part of it, life. <laughs> it's part of life. And you know, many of us have moved multiple times. And so that That gives you a chance to clean out and declutter. But our parents, and especially our grandparents, they were a generation of people that, you know, they stayed put in the same house for most of their lives. And they accumulated so much over time. And it's a huge undertaking for the family when they pass on. And and you need to go through all of their belongings like you were just talking about. So I'd really encourage you to make it easy as possible for your family by periodically going through your things and eliminating the stuff that you truly don't need. And when it comes to your finances, as well as your estate planning, have it organized and in a spot that will be easy for your family to find and more importantly, understand. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's going to be very, very important as well. And these are things that we do when we really care uh, for one another. It's interesting, Barb, where emotions pop up in places that we don't always think that that we will get emotional. We do get emotional. We get frustrated when it comes to helping clean out our loved ones' homes or or when we're cleaning out our own homes. We can, as as we heard that quote from, from Dr. Eckert earlier, we can get stopped by one piece of paper for hours. We can also get emotional about financial decisions as well. And it, this might catch us by surprise, but we can react more emotionally than we might realize when it comes to our money. Just talk a little bit about this idea of planning in advance, how that can help prevent some of those emotional decisions uh, and, and knee-jerk reactions to, to things from a, from a financial planning standpoint. Well, part of our financial planning includes that the state and long, uh, longevity planning, you know, your 
uh, legacy planning and things like that. And that is where I find a lot of the emotions are, is, is in that area. And so planning in advance just for that area alone, certainly it, it helps. I mean, you're, you're doing it maybe when it's not as emotional and you're expressing how you want your estate handled. And if there's medical decisions in the future, you've already made your family aware of how you want those things to, to go. So planning in advance for that is certainly helpful. Some of the other areas of you know financial planning goes into your income planning and your, um, your investment planning. And we get attached to things, especially in our investments, and we're afraid to, to, to let go of them because we've had the exact same portfolio for so many of our years. But as we get closer to retirement, our strategies change or they need to change. And that can be difficult. Sometimes we're attached to our advisor and our advisor was great during the, the you know, the growth uh, time of our life, you know, when we were younger, and we were putting money away, but they, I guess they just aren't as prepared for helping mm-hmm. you prepare for your retirement planning. So these are things that having a second opinion, having someone who can help you with truly preparing for retirement to be retired financially fit. That's what we do here at our office. And I would encourage you to to go through those those things that are uncomfortable with an advisor, it will make it a lot easier. And when you get to the other side, just to look back and know, yes, I've got a sound financial plan in place that will take me through the many years of retirement. Barb, let's talk about when it is time to start working with someone on creating that retirement income strategy. Sometimes we feel like, oh, it might be a little too premature. I'm not I'm not ready to do that yet. But when is it time to start working with somebody on creating that strategy for your retirement? Well, the earlier we plan for retirement, the better the outcome and the more choices that you're going to have. Options that are available now may not be available or as beneficial later on. And and this plan should be written down and easy to understand. But a good rule of thumb for starting retirement planning is age 50. Certainly, if you're already older than that, you can start planning, but you don't want to wait until you're a year from retirement before you have that comprehensive retirement plan in place. And if you're already retired, making sure that you, if you don't have one, that you get that put in place as well is very, very important. But part of this planning is determining when you should retire. When should you take your Social Security? When and how you should take your pension? Knowing your budget, making sure that you have enough money saved for retirement, making sure you have enough guaranteed monthly income, and that is going to need to keep up with inflation. And looking for ways to, to reduce or maybe eliminate taxes in the future so that you have more money to spend. So the long answer, Jen, is now is the best time to start working with a financial advisor whose focus is on retirement planning. And I'd recommend someone like myself who's a fiduciary and whose goals are to help you retire financially fit. So if you have not gotten started on some of that planning, and again, the idea behind Barb's process for planning is giving your money the endurance it needs so it will last as long as you need it to last. 800-883-1518. Just get that initial consultation from Barb and the team at SF Financial Services Take a look at what's going on with how much you've saved, how is this positioned, and then after they've done that initial consultation, then they can potentially start mapping out a path forward with you, but it starts with that conversation. Get started by scheduling that today, 800-883-1518. Again, that's 800-883-1518. This is Retire Financially Fit with Barbara Swiatek. More coming up in just a moment. Ready to level up your retirement preparation? Sign up for the Retire Financially Fit basic training to gain valuable insight on taxes, Medicare, income planning, and everything you need for a fulfilling retirement. 
Visit retirefinanciallyfit.com to register. That's retirefinanciallyfit.com. Quarters, just 25 cents. That's hardly anything, right? But Barbara Swiatek and her team at SF Financial Services see quarters a little differently. A quarter is a lot when it's a quarter of your retirement savings. Do you want to pay 25% or more in taxes during your retirement? Barbara can create a plan to help address taxes in retirement. If the only time you think about taxes is when you file them, you don't have a tax strategy. But it's not too late to get one. With help from Barbara Swiatek, act now to make sure you're not paying a quarter, dime, or even a penny more than you should. To learn more about how taxes could impact your retirement and ways you can potentially lower your future tax bill, get Barbara Swiatek's new book, Retire Financially Fit. To get your free copy, call SF Financial Services now, 800-883-1518. A quarter saved is a quarter earned. Call 800-883-1518. Firm may not give tax advice. Barbara Swiatek is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. For more great resources and information on how to get started with your retirement plan, visit retirefinanciallyfit.com. That's retirefinanciallyfit.com. Thanks for joining us today on Retire Financially Fit with Barbara Swiatek. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Barb. She is the author of Retire Financially Fit. She's been helping families here in the heart of Colorado for more than 20 years now, and she is here to answer some of your questions here, Barb. This is our mailbag segment, which is always a good one to go through because you get so many different questions. People have so many different issues that are on their mind. So it can be, I think, kind of eye-opening to go through some of the different issues that people have. I agree. And it's also um, interesting how similar the questions are. You know, a lot of folks have similar questions concerns and questions. And even though they might be in a, in a different part of town or whatever, we're all thinking of kind of the same right. thing. I think that that's the interesting part of the whole thing. Is yeah. Like, wow, okay. This person, they might've phrased it a little differently, but it's still the same question. Right. They, they pull some different details in, but really at the end of the day, people want to know, am I going to be okay? Am I making the right decisions? And that's yep. really what it boils down to. So I agree. Uh, we got, we got a good collection here today. Our first question comes from Lee, who's from Monument, who has had a steady corporate job for 35 years. His wife taught piano lessons oh. since they were married in the early eighties. And her job helped them pay for groceries, gave them a little extra money to put away for the future, but it was not a job with a 401k or insurance benefits. He says, how can I make sure she'll be okay if something happens to me? Well, that was sweet. I mean, it's like <laughs> he cares. That's nice. And you, you've taught um, a little piano in your day, I have. right? right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he didn't mention his age, but mm-hmm. uh, this is um, good where really retirement planning is needed for he and his wife, because these are things that we we address. I mean, if something happens to you, Lee, um, you could leave her in a very difficult situation. And since your wife taught piano lessons, she probably didn't pay into Social Security. So how and when you take your Social Security is going to be very, very important. Mm-hmm. She's also going to be entitled to, you know, some spousal benefits. So it's not all lost that she was, you know, she stayed home. Um, also, since she didn't save for retirement in a 401k, she's not going to have really that type of an account to pull money from to bridge the gap from what's coming in from Social Security and other income sources and her monthly expenses. So that's important for us to to be thinking about. And as far as her insurance benefits, I'm assuming you're talking about her, her health insurance. She's still going to be eligible for Medicare and a Medicare supplement or a Medicare Advantage at 65. 
And hopefully you have some life insurance on yourself that would help your wife if you were to predecease her. I would also encourage, you know, not to have credit card debt, have your home paid off. We need to identify maybe health and long-term care needs because that's a big thing that can certainly be a concern, as well as maybe some estate planning. And so all of these things should be considered, and that's really what we design for our clients through the financial endurance plan. Yeah, and and such a, a great question there, Barb. I'm sure, you know, Lee and his wife, they're probably not the only people in this type of situation where... You just want to make sure that the the other one will be okay because yes. the reality is, even though it's not a lot of fun to talk about, very rarely do both parties in a couple pass away at the same time. A lot of times Correct. one will go before the other, and so we got to make sure that the other one will be okay. So great question there uh, from Lee. Uh, let's move on to Tim and Carol in Colorado Springs, and they say, and maybe you can relate to this one, Barb. They were not planning on leaving much for the kids after they passed, but now that their first grandchild has been born, <laughs> they've changed their minds. And then they say, we should have had the grandkids first. Ha. <laughs> Is there a way for us to leave them each a little something after we're gone? Grand- being a grandparent, it changes you, Barb. It yes, changes it does. You. <laughs> you know, they say as you get older, you get wiser and things there like you that. Go. Well, you all, It's also, it's like, okay, but those grandkids come and yeah. they're just totally different than our own kids were for sure right so absolutely uh you know there are ways that you can make sure that the grandkids get what you would like to give them um but it it really involves some planning and uh a trust that can be helpful to make sure that a portion of your estate would go to the grandkids Um, a 529 could be a good way to leave something for them as well you could also use insurance products and and have the grandchildren named as the beneficiary Um, You could also start gifting to them while you're alive. So what I have found is really working with my clients that they're wanting to have some type of a legacy. And sometimes it is for the kids or for the grandkids. But we need to have that discussion and really determine exactly what you're wanting to accomplish and then find the best solution to make that happen. Yeah. And such a great point, Barb, when you talk about gifting while you're still living. That's actually my grandpa, my dad's dad was a very generous man. And this was somebody who he was a farmer, but he'd been very frugal his whole life. He was that that man who drove an old beat up truck and wore overalls every day. Mm -hmm. And you wouldn't have thought he was (laughs) worth much. Uh, But he he really had done very well. And he before he passed, wanted to make sure he gave each of the grandkids something and not just the grandkids, also our spouses and our children, the great grandkids. And he wanted to see the look on our faces when he gave us, and it wasn't like a life-changing huge amount, but it was a really unexpected fun surprise to get a little money from my grandparents and for him to be there and for us to be able to thank him and and have that interaction with him. It was really cool. And I'll I'll always remember that. that. So, you know, it's not for everybody, but that is something that I've been on the receiving end of. And it it was more than one way to do things. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? And, And that's the thing, Barbara. I'm glad you said that because really there are no wrong answers for how you want to handle any of this. The only wrong answer is putting it off, not doing the planning, not thinking about it, and just hoping everything that works out. I, I think yes. that we can agree on is yep. is probably the wrong answer. And I'll just I'll just take a quick moment here, as I know we've got a couple more questions that we want to get to. But if you want to set up, schedule that fifteen minute consultation with Barb to kick around some of your concerns, maybe get some of your initial questions answered, uh, get get started on some of those planning conversations. 
All you have to do is pick up the phone and call 800-883-1518. That's how you can schedule that 15-minute consultation with Barb so you can get some of those initial questions answered. Again, that's 800-883-1518. One more time if you missed it, 800-883-1518. We've got a couple more questions here that we want to answer before we get to the end of the show today. Uh, Cindy and Peyton says that she and her husband just started getting serious about preparing for retirement. So she said, we started going through all of our monthly expenses and it's been very eye-opening. She <laughs> says, I had no idea what was going each month, but now what should we do? So boy, <laughs> tackling that B word, that budget. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cindy, I, I really want to congratulate you on taking the first step, which is determining where you are right now and, and knowing what you're spending your money on is so very important. I, I guess also to ask some of the questions, did you... Did you identify areas that you really don't need to be spending money on? Did you determine if you're saving enough and how many years before you really want to retire? Have you had a a comprehensive analysis done just to make sure that you're on target for your goals? Do you know that you're on track? So part of the financial endurance plan that we create for our clients, it helps them go through the process of looking at the monthly budget. There's that B word, the monthly budget, the income sources uh, that you're going to have coming in now and in the future, and really making sure that even with taxes and inflation, that you're not going to run out of money before you run out of life. So also making sure that you're properly invested for your personal goals. And are you implementing ways to minimize taxes in retirement? So you took the first step, which was awesome, but there's a lot of work to do to make sure that you're ready for retirement. Yeah, just a lot to think about. But again, great to ask those questions and so smart to start doing that. Yes. That 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 look, that analysis to just kind of see where you are, see see what you're spending money on because Barb, that's the thing with retirement. If you want to if you want to maintain the lifestyle that you have right now, you have to know what your current lifestyle costs. You have to yes. know those things before you make this transition into retirement. So real smart question there from yep. Cindy. I agree. Um, our last question is from Greg in Castle Rock, who writes that he's planning a relatively simple, quiet retirement. He says, I've done most of the traveling that I wanted to do. I just have a couple places I'd like to see someday. I, if I don't have anything big planned is there really that much I should do for a retirement plan? And this is a good mm. question, Barb, because not everybody does want to do like an around-the-world trip or, or some of those big things. That's true. And and part of retirement planning isn't all about taking the big trips. It's also about making sure that we have enough money coming in each and every month to maintain our lifestyle, like you were talking about just a little bit ago. So what we tend to forget about is how inflation erodes our spending power. And what it costs us today for our basic necessities will cost a lot more next year and the year after. And if you live 20 or 30 or more years in retirement, will your income keep up? And also, what about the big expense of health care or even worse, long-term care? We need to make sure that we plan for that. And also, what about taxes? Most likely taxes are going to increase in the future. And we already know that January 1st of 2026, they're scheduled to change. And that can be a big change that we should be planning for as well. And what if there's a a big change in the stock market? What if you were to lose 30 or 40% of your investments? Would that make a big difference in your retirement plan? So there's a lot of things that we need to plan for that can have a big impact on you. And I'd really encourage you to set up a a 15-minute consultation to see if you're on track for those big challenges that are facing you in retirement. 
So as we as we start to close out the show today and so appreciate all the different questions from everybody out there, a really good place to get started, a really good first step if you do have some similar questions, concerns about the future, get that 15-minute phone consultation with Barb Swiatek at SF Financial Services. Get some of those initial questions answered. Now, Barb does have what she calls her financial endurance plan. This is a, a planning process that helps address a number of different areas about your retirement, from income to investments, being tax efficient, healthcare, legacy. All of that is part of the financial endurance plan. And the whole idea there is helping make sure that your money has the endurance it needs to last as long as you need it to last. But a really good first step is just having that 15-minute phone consultation with Barb getting your initial questions answered and seeing if you're on the right path or if there are some some weak spots that could be identified. 800-883-1518 is the way you can get started on that today. Again, that's 800-883-1518. Well, that's all the time we have for today's show. On behalf of Jen and my team at SF Financial, thank you for joining us today. We hope you found the information helpful. As always, our goal each week is to help you retire financially fit. Barbara Swiatek is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. SF Financial Retirement Wealth Advisors and this station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with the professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interest of our clients and to make full disclosure of any conflicts of interest, if any exist. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV 2A, page 4, for additional information. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by Retirement Wealth Advisors. This radio show is a paid placement.